Blog Talk Radio. It's the Gridiron Stud Show and a promo that's got the flow. Football knowledge from toe to toe with Amo, Calamino, and the other host. You already know Chad Wilson brings you the show. Dial us up. Give us a call. We're waiting here to talk some ball. 347-633-9365 is the number to call. So don't sit around. No time to stall. Giving you football from wall to wall. And now we give you our two hosts, Amo and Chad, with your breakfast toast. Jeez, kill that. It's Monday. It's the Gridiron Stud Show. Uh, happy post-weekend. Happy Monday. Can I say stuff like that? I hate when people do that. Though. Sure. It's Thanksgiving Oh, Happy week, Thursday. So. Happy Friday. Yeah. Happy Monday. Hey, come on. Hey, chill out. Uh, Emil, we got a lot to talk about on the show today. There was all kind of stuff that went down. In college football, a couple of top four, top five, top ten guys fell by the wayside on Saturday and uh, didn't go too well for some some of those teams. And um, everyone's speculating on, you know, the rankings and all that good stuff. So we'll have a little discussion about that on the show today and um, also have a talk about some of the interesting things that happened on Saturday. We'll talk about what happened yesterday in the National Football League. Your team got their quarterback back and instantly fell into the win column. Um, How valuable is Tony Romo? Is Cam Newton the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Let's not uh let's not throw that one off to the side. We'll talk about that and uh as well as some other things that went down in the National Football League yesterday. Hey, you remember my rookie of the year pick? Can I pat myself on the back? Hey, he hasn't won it yet, but I just want to throw you that. Did you say Winston? Yeah. You probably said Winston if I, I did say correctly. good Jameis yeah. who went out there and lobbed up five touchdown passes sure. yesterday and with uh Gurley and uh and Amari Cooper kind of cooling off a little bit. I might be in position to look like a mild genius there. Well, yeah, I think say? so, and I stand by our original draft analysis. Is you know, I think Mariota will be a good NFL quarterback, but I think Winston's ceiling is a lot higher. Yes, uh, I would I would say that. Although I, you know, I will uh, give Mariota um, quite the kudos for for how he's played with a Tennessee Titans team, which, as we have said several times here on the show, we don't even know who plays for that team. No, people, when they hear us say that, they probably think we're we're clowning and trying to be funny, but I swear, as much as I know about football, if you press me, I might be able to get to 10 guys on the roster, and that would be really pressing me, and that's if you let me include him. (laughs) You've got to give me him. Oh, yeah, no no doubt about it. So we've got that going on. Another college coach has been fired. Emily, you're aware of this? Another one. The Iowa State Uh, coaches, they, they canned him after that disaster? Oh, no, you're late. You're late. Oh, okay. Who got uh, fired now? It's uh, Scott Schaefer at at Syracuse. Uh, he's been huh? fired. What did he do wrong? Yeah, it didn't win enough, I guess. It's Syracuse, you know? my man. Jim Brown isn't <laughs> well, playing anymore. Ernie Davis is not. You know, I mean, what, what do you want him to do? Yeah. yeah well, you know, apparently. Um, what we want him to do is clear out his desk and uh, take his stuff with him because he's out of there. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to run down a list right now of how many, um, you know, how many 
coaches, we how many jobs we've got open right now? You know, so we need to find it's, out. It's uh, quite a few. I'm looking at that way. Quite a few. Hey, do you know what I noticed too? I've been looking, just fooling around the last couple of days. You remember back in the day when you, when if you had a 90 quarterback rating, you were really kicking tail, and if you had a hundred, you were like. Steve Young at the time, or you know, your 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 Hall of Fame material. Now it's like everybody's got a hundred quarterback rating, or at least ninety. Mm. Yeah, um, that stuff doesn't mean anything anymore, you know. So no, I mean it's like you know, you 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 do remember what I'm talking about? Like you know, they'd say, oh, Steve Young's got a hundred quarterback rating. I mean, they, and they would talk about him back in the '90s with reverence to how efficient he was. You know, and, and and you know, ninety was like really good. Now you're just look. Everybody's got a hundred or ninety some. I mean, I'm looking. Josh Mc, McNown, the kid from Cleveland, has got a ninety six quarterback rating. Are you kidding me? They're two and eight. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of sense there. So, um, hey, it is what it is. Uh, it's uh, the past quote unquote passing era. But you know what? If you can't run the football, you're not winning games. Green Bay goes into Minnesota yesterday. Gets a win, uh, a win that we didn't predict. You know what they did? They handed the ball to it. Eddie Lacy yesterday. They ran the rock. He went out there and beat yeah, their defense it. down. Um, and and I've been telling people this for quite some time, but it's you know they want to make it all about uh, Aaron Rodgers and tossing the ball around. They did that the last few weeks. Doesn't quite work out. And if they can learn that lesson and hold on to that and take that into the postseason with them, the Green Bay Packers might do something this year. But you're not doing anything without Eddie Lacy. Uh, running the rock back there, and that was brought home. What did you think about Doug Martin running the rock? Doug Martin second in the NFL in rushing right now. Yeah, yeah I, listen, I love the guy when he was coming out. Um, I thought it was a, I thought it was a nice pick by by the team, um, and uh, and and it's starting to pay off. It really is starting to pay off for them. And man, I, for a moment there, I thought he was going to break the single. Single game rushing record. He was on his way. I'll tell you what. So, that's a you know we'll get into that later in the show. But that's a situation that has the potential to get very ugly there in Philadelphia right now. I mean, it's one thing to lose, but you know you can talk about Sanchez throwing his three picks. I mean, no doubt that contributed. But when you start giving up almost, they might have. I didn't even look. I know it was close to 300 yards rushing. When you start doing that in an NFL game, and you're giving up. 45 points to a Buccaneer team that, by the way, scored 10 last week at home against Dallas, who played without a quarterback, essentially. Um, you're you're going to have big issues in a, in a town like Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Boston, that's just not going to work. What's next for Chip Kelly? I mean, is he staying there in Philadelphia? You know, there was a little moment there where people said, no, he's going he's gonna to stay in the NFL. I, come on, it's time, Chip. Chip, come on back. Come on back to college football. There's 11 team job openings right now. I just don't know. I don't. I don't know where. You know, nobody knows. Only Chip knows that head. I mean, who knows where his head's at? I mean, is he going to be one of these guys that's stubborn and says, "I'm going to show everybody I can do it here," or is he going to say, "Listen, this was fun. I tried it for two or three years. We, I wasn't horrible. I mean, he did have two ten and six seasons, and maybe he just goes back. I don't know. You know, Spurrier came to that conclusion pretty quickly, um, and really, so did Saban for the most part. That hey, this this whole thing just isn't for me. I don't know where he's going. I mean, it's, I can tell you one thing, you know, and a lot of fans will say, oh, you're just being a homer, you don't like the Eagles. And, hey, listen, I'll be the first one to tell you I don't like the Eagles. But as an analyst, I'm telling you that we've predicted this all along. It was very predictable at the NFL level. You're just not going to be able to play any defense at the NFL level. You don't have enough bodies, 
running that style of offense. You just don't. It's simple. You know, you can argue, you can get callers to tell you why it'll work. It's not going to work. Period. I think he went to the NFL to test some things out and uh, get a sample and now bring it back to college football. I maintain that. I stay on that. I'm riding that. And he's coming back to college football. And right now there's all kind of job openings. And there will be a ton more. There will definitely be a ton more coming. So, uh, Well, if he wants hey, one, I guarantee you the boosters at USC want a high-profile coach. I can tell you that right now. I just know the way he's – you know, I read enough of these boards and insiders where he, he, I have a feeling, you know, my Helton proposition isn't going to work for them. Uh, they want they want it, you know, what they feel they're entitled to as USC, a big-name coach. I told you over the weekend, the more I think about it and watch what's going on, I like what you said a little bit about Gundy, but for me, I, I look at the guy at TCU, and I say uh, a guy like Patterson, I like what he's done with less talent in his career, and contrary to what's going on this year because he's got a ton of injuries, TCU has played some really good defense over the years, really good defense. Um, Yeah, they have. Top five in the country. They just just happen to be in that conference um, where, you know, that kind of stuff is frowned upon. So uh, what is it? Is it it – is it just that the Big 12's offense is just so damn good over there, or um, is we just can't play defense in in the Big 12? What do you? You're say asking, you're as a, asking a rhetorical answer? question where you want me to answer because you already know the answer. It's not that their offense is so damn good. I have my opinion because, on it. I'm, I'm I'm merely asking. Well, when they for get the in bowl games, is their offense that good that no one can stop it? It hasn't been since I've been watching bowl games the last two or three years. Most of these offenses get shut right down when they run into someone with. You know, some players on defense that actually know their assignments and can play, their, you know, have the talent to, you know, to execute them. So, no, it's not that they, you know, it's unstoppable. It's that, no, yeah. it's like anything else. It took on a life of its own. One guy starts scoring 60 points, and then before you know it, people, the fog of war, you know, instead of saying, well, wait a second, I don't need to score 60. All I need to do is figure out a way to turn him over and render his offense useless i play some defense but most guys yeah i can match that and then before you know it everybody's scoring 60 points yeah um well i guess well i guess we have your opinion on that and that's all that i wanted but um you know uh, patterson at usc could i see that on the sidelines i've got no idea i've got i've got no idea if i could if, if i could see that can you see that guy at, on, in usc what are those colors? I, I, you know what? I, I know they're red and yellow to me. But what what are the what are the colors? What are the what are the proper way to gold. say the Crimson, color, crimson dirt. It's basically gold. Alabama crimson with gold. Crimson and I, gold. That, oh. that stuff these schools come up with is just absolutely ridiculous. Crimson. It's freaking red. Ain't no damn gold. Well, That's red is red. Color, red okay? would be like. Uh, if you go into one of those, whatever they call them, those artists have those color things. Red it's would freaking be like red. If they were, if it's, they would have wrapped their head in that. It's a of red. So you, wait, you, you mean Alabama's red then? They're the red Cardinal. tide? Get out of here. Yeah, they're they're the red it's tide? red. It's red. You it's put a, that junk on and walk down red. the street. You walk down the wrong street in L.A., you're getting blasted. It's red, man. Yeah. Stop it. Crimson. You're wearing crimson. Cardinal. And guess what? When That's you get blasted, you when you get blasted, if you're wearing red, if you're, you're wearing red, blasted, and the blood coming out of your body is not going to be crimson. It's going to match the damn color. No, it's going on. to be Just crimson. You know that That's right what I was going to tell you. You won't see that you're bleeding until you get home and your mom looks at you because the crimson blood will match your crimson shirt. Now, oh my red, god, the crimson 
Uh, and Cardinal, that stuff teams say to sound tough. Uh, we're crimson and wait, wait, gold. Wait, wait, you keep saying, wait, you, keep you can't see this dude stand on the sidelines. Well, I mean, I could see Lane Kiffin standing on the sidelines. I don't know, man. I just can't picture him on the sidelines. Why? Because he's fat. That's why. I didn't say you anything about that. Don't dude get out in any, LA. Don't listen. Don't get any fat action team uh, getting after me here, okay? It's not even about that. It's just yes, you don't it have a USB you are you are being judgmental of fat people. You can't picture those song girls with <laughs> man, Traveler and the Sunshine and a little fat rotund man I, running around. It must no. You know it's not fat. It's just the glasses. Just the I think it's the glasses that throw me off. Can't see it, man. Well, what threw Sorry. me off is a guy who does look like he belongs in L.A. Lane Kiffin, who couldn't coach. So I'm going to take the little fat guy right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you. You're the one calling him fat. I'm saying it's the bifocals. Nevertheless, is he even uh, someone to consider? Or you just like it's some wish list, like me saying Harbaugh is the absolute right guy to be at the university. Well, let's be honest. Except for a few guys like Saban and Harbaugh, guys who you know aren't going. And I mean, I don't really believe even if Texas is saying if Charlie Strong leaves, they're going to break the bank for Saban. I think at this point, Saban. Didn't we try this already? Yeah. Well, they've the rumors out there again. I think if Saban leaves, it's permanently to go do. Analyst work because he's actually quite entertaining in the Analyst. studio. Nick Saban, you like Nick Saban on? on he's pretty TV entertaining, like actually. He's, yeah, yeah, he's not bad. But anyway, I don't. I think if aside from those two type of coaches, maybe an Urban Meyer, any coach in the country, if USC rings your phone, you're at least going to take the call and listen. You're not mm-hmm. going to say, "Oh, I'm not interested." Now, those three guys, probably not. I mean, Urban Meyer isn't going anywhere. He's got his dream job. Harbaugh's got his dream job, and I just think Saban. He's tired. He's even said that. You know, he's established something. I mean, he. I don't know if he really wants to go start that whole thing again. But anybody else has taken the call, at least. Why would you not? Let me ask you this: If if Nick Saban wins another championship at Alabama, is he more likely to leave, or is he more likely to leave if he doesn't win one this year? So it's more like these are the two thought processes. Uh, we won one here. We can. We can. We can. You know, looks like. We can regenerate another dynasty here and do something never done before. Or we lose one, and you know I think the run is has ended here. Let me let me let me. A good time to bow out. What do you think would be? You're gonna more not likely? like my answer, but not knowing Nick Saban well enough, I'm gonna take speculate, which is what you're asking me to do. I'm gonna guess he just marches to the beat of his own drummer, and neither is the reason he leaves or stays. I think he just probably has something in his own head of how he feels about coming back each year. He's won four national championships. So whether he doesn't win one or he does, I'm not so sure a guy like him is saying that's the sole reason I'm coming back. I mean, he's established himself enough, I think, where he's probably sitting there every year analyzing, do I feel like going through that grind again? Do I feel like hitting the recruiting trail? When it's no longer fun to try to convince 17, 18-year-old kids to come play for you, I think that's when you quit. Because if you don't have the energy, the kid, the kid's going to feel that. You know, so that's my Give me guess. Your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on Les Miles being on the chopping block. Like, they're actually thinking about firing Les Miles. Oh, I think it's great. Listen, I'm no fan of his as far as his in-game strategies, I think, are sometimes goofy, which is what makes college football fun. But as far as success in a program, I don't even see how you can contemplate uh, asking Les Miles to, to leave LSU. I mean, don't forget, before Saban got to LSU, Saban now, let's go back. 
LSU had been very mediocre for quite some time. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, they ran through coaches there. Uh, I, I, I forget some of the names. I could think of the one guys in the ESPN studio over the years, the Italian Donardo, guy. Jerry Donardo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they ran through guys that had a bunch of don't six ask. Don't ask why I know that. Uh, why I remembered that name, but yeah, Jerry Donardo. Yeah, but I mean, you and know there, what I'm saying. They, they ran through too. a bunch, a bunch of mediocrity for a long time. Then along comes Save, and they win one. And Miles takes over. He really keeps it going. He wins another one. I just don't see how a guy, you, you know, a guy like Miles can can even be considered at this point to be fired. <laughs> Nevertheless, that is the talk, and the talk is quite loud on uh, on that. And it looks like this is going to happen. What do you? What do you? How do you, you explain think, you the think collapse? That, actually, here, you think that's certain? Then you're saying that you really think that that this guy is done. The way it sounds now, you got to take more and more these days. You got to just take what you hear uh, through the social media networks uh, with a grain of salt. But you're seeing articles being written about it. The noise is getting loud, Emil. I mean, it's you, you know maybe you ignored it at first, but right now the noise is pretty damn loud about him being let go and negotiating a way for him out of uh, of uh, of I mean, out of Baton Rouge. It's hard for me. Here's a guy. His first five years at LSU, when he won a championship, he went 11 and two, 11 and two, 11 and two, eight and five, nine and four. I mean, when your bad years are nine and four, I mean that's pretty good. I mean, I don't know if most fans realize that. There's a lot. Yeah, of but when you're LSU, there. is that good? You know, and your arch rival you Alabama's like winning title. Go back 20 years and look where they were at. He went 11 and two in, tw- in 2010. I mean, this this guy's been winning constantly. In, a, in in the hardest division in college football. Uh, I, I mean, look, I get. It. I'm, you know, I'm not one for all these firings. You know that. You know, I'm not. I'm not one for all these firings. So, um, I would say keep less miles. But that's me. You know, I'm. I might be old, old school. This day and age, uh, the minute you don't do what you did before, you're out of there. That's the way that it well, goes. Well, I'm not saying. Listen, I'm not saying you're wrong, and you, I mean I trust what you're hearing is probably accurate. I just I'm I'm astonished by the the itchy trigger finger. I mean, listen, let's go recent history. 2012, they were 11 and three. 2013, they were 10 and three. I mean, mm-hmm. really, you want to get rid of that? Okay. Yeah. Well, looks like that's what they're gonna do. And I mean, I'm just, I just reading this here. I don't think fans Les Miles will hold a special meeting with Team Monday morning. He's going to hold a special meeting with the Team Monday morning. I don't know what the heck that means, but who are you bringing but in I don't there, think though? fans – let me ask you this. Do fans and alumni have the proper appreciation for where college football is today? I don't think no. they do. I think they think no. that college football is still in 1975 where there's about 15 teams every year who have a chance to go – and go ten and one or eleven and one, okay, and then the other hundred and ten teams are basically there, so those teams can flex their muscle and prove how good they are. And then every once in a while, those teams run into each other in a big game or a bowl game and hang a loss on the other guy. But that's not what college football is. All you need to do is look at Saturday's SEC games, okay? That's all you need to do. And we'll talk about some of that. That's a whole different subject later in the show. But look at some of those games, overtime games yeah. with teams. That are in lower divisions of Division One or in one double A in some cases. So you go look at some of those, and I just don't understand what fans think today. Today, if you're ten and three, you're doing really good. There's very few. You're teams saying that are you're be- saying think and fans in the same sentence. So already I hear 
the buzzer going off like a big red X coming up. Like but on you the know game I'm shows right. when we were a kid. There's only going to be a couple oh, I know teams it. every season. Here's our list right now, Amor. Yeah, here's our list of uh, teams that uh, need head coaches right now. Miami, UCF, USC, Virginia Tech. You can keep a tally. I'm at four already. Illinois, mm-hmm. Missouri, South Carolina, Maryland, Hawaii, Minnesota. And to that now we must also add Iowa State and Syracuse. That's 12. 10? 12. That's 12. 12. Good God almighty. You absolutely know there's going to be some crap hires when you've got 12 open already. And there's a still possible. And by the way, I'm getting this list from Josh Newberg. He is a uh, writer for Rivals. Um, and here's here's the still possible on his list. Virginia. I don't think your guy London's going to make it. Uh, Rutgers, which I don't know how that hasn't happened already. There, he's got West Virginia on this list. Uh, mm-hmm. Texas, because you know Charlie's been rumored to be sniffing around elsewhere. Washington State, which is a little bit of a surprise for me. I well, Washington State might be a move by Leach. I mean, don't forget, somebody's going to some, take a one look of these other him. open jobs. You're saying, right? They're going to say, listen, this guy's eight and three, and his, his team actually played some defense up there. Maybe we want this guy. Where do you send Leach? West Virginia, if that opens. Jobs currently open right now, Amel. Miami, UCF, USC, Virginia Tech, Illinois, Missouri, South Carolina, Maryland, Hawaii, Minnesota. Where do you fit Mike Leach? Where do I fit him? He's Well, he's goofy, so it's going to be a program that, that can tolerate the way he handles himself because he's a goofy guy. He says what he's going to say. So you're, uh, you're uh, Which one not, of these programs want goofy? West Virginia wouldn't mind goofy. I mean, Miami's not going to accept it. USC's no, no, not I didn't say West Virginia because that job's not open yet. I'm going with what's open right now. Iowa State Miami, would accept UC- goofy. I'm not, sure to, I'm not sure a guy like him goes. For, why would you want to go from Washington State to Ames, Iowa? I mean, you know. Yeah, true. Um, unless you know you really like that Big Twelve conference because they'll accept you with open arms. I mean, I could see I could see Leach times trying to re- maybe getting his interest in restoring a program like Syracuse, where he gets to, you know I don't know where he's from, so I don't know enough about you know if he has any ties to nobody the East Coast and, knows where Mike Leach is from. Nobody. I don't think he oh. knows where he's from. <laughs> hey, finishing the still possible list, Cal. Uh, Memphis. Well, wait, why Cal? I I maybe. Maybe Cal's on the list because they were doing so well in the beginning that they thought maybe the coach. No, would get probably because that guy's going to probably be looking for a different job. I mean, I can't imagine the coach of Cal. I can't imagine any reason he should be fired. No, Memphis. Uh, yeah, you know well, why? Because everyone's got yeah. Fuentes on their list. Bowling Green, Houston, uh, Toledo, and Kansas State. Did Bill Snyder say something about calling it quits? I don't well, he's remember. Did I miss that I think, I think every year he goes on the list at this point because he might just say the hell with this. I think that's more of the thought with Snyder. He's 80, 80 years old, maybe. Uh, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, I mean, that's, but there you, you have know, it. There, there you have it. And Tom Herman's on every one of these teams' lists. you got to see this, though. Uh, Josh Newberg has this. He's got all these schools listed. He's got a whiteboard that he's running right now. Um, almost like he's part of a terrorist. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a guy who would be an excellent hire for someone is the Justin Wilcox, the defensive coordinator at USC. You and your USC stuff. You know why? Because I don't want yeah. to be coordinating my defense anymore. Oh, okay. So pass him off to someone else. Yes, that's the old Russian up and out theory where they made you the commander of the Siberian army. I mean, look at did you watch that game? You didn't because you were at your own game on Saturday. Go watch the highlights. There was kids, when I'm telling you, 
that Oregon players were open. I don't mean five yards open. I'm not saying this for effect. I'm being dead serious with you. There, there were four or five touchdowns in that game where there wasn't a cardinal, crimson, red, whatever color you want to call white. I forgot they were wearing white on Saturday. There wasn't a white jersey in the screen. That's how bad it was. Mm. I'm telling you, the, the coverages looked like, like you took a, a bunch of guys like me and said, Let's, I'm going to teach you how to play defense. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Um, your guy's not going to – he's not getting that job. You know that. Who isn't? Your interim Help? guy. Oh, no, 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 no. I just I, – so I said to you, I said I've realized that I think that, you know, what they want there is they want someone with some name, you know, cachet to come in there and really enthuse the base. So I, I just have a feeling you're 100% right there. That's why I started the conversation by kidding around saying I, I like Patterson, and you said he was fat. Oh, we're back on that again? Man, this sounds like a good time to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Meet me in the break room. On this break. We'll be back right after this.